everyone welcome back happiness.me presents the freedom to be happy podcast we are so grateful for the thousands of listeners who are joining us in this mission of creating happier workplaces we believe in putting the happiness of people first is a key component in building healthier work cultures today we have a leader who's known for her people first approach infused with dynamic thinking which helps organizations lead diverse yet unique talent with over 2 decades of rich expertise across sectors she tirelessly works towards strategic leadership and aligning hr practices to fuel growth understanding human needs come naturally to her as she holds a bachelor degree in psychology and has persuaded masters in applied psychology and organization behavior Other than all the rich experience that she has, she is mostly loved by her people because she is known as an empathetic leader. Let's welcome Sheetal Banot Chetty, Chief Human Resources Officer, Infra Market. Very, very warm welcome, Sheetal. Thank you so much. I mean, that was a real glamorous and overwhelming uh, introduction. Thank you so much, Supriti. You deserve it, Sheetal. We've done a little bit homework, and a lot of people have told us how much they love you. they've used the word love uh, you know and it's it's amazing to know that you know a leader with your experience is so down to earth so empathetic and you're also known as a great listener i'm told well i don't know but i have worked with the best of teams i've been privileged to work in organizations where my team has been my real real uh, strength they've always supported me and uh, still in touch with i think everybody who's worked with me in the last To twenty years, I would say. It's wow, that's journey, so. that that's exactly why so much of love, so fantastic. Shita, let's jump right into it because I'm super excited to know your point of view towards employee experience. What does it mean to you, Shita? Because, um, uh, you know, I have gone through your articles, I've gone through your interviews, and you emphasize a lot on uh, employee happiness. You emphasize on, uh, you know, a lot uh, about. employee uh, experience connected to happiness quotient of an organization so tell us what is what do you feel about it so supriti so, you know you, are, you have touched a very uh, soft core actually i would say so it's not about uh, you know what i have felt or what i experience uh, it's exactly the kind of the organizations where i have been have really developed me into a person where uh, i think if the next best thing i could do would have been to work with only people and it comes largely from what people actually teach you the way they treat you also uh, it's been a very long time i think over 20 years now but i when i realized that everybody has strengths and weaknesses but the strengths many times get missed out because we just just do not have an experience of listening and talking to them and finding out exactly what works for people i think what's really happened is that uh, when you are talking to people you really need to find out what in it is that gives them the wow and makes them feel comfortable and uh, i think this is an important experience right from the time you are getting in touch with a conversation for a conversation with a candidate to the time of an onboarding 
and employee must feel that you are wanted must feel that you are a integral part of the journey for which he is being onboarded in the organization listening to them making them feel important addressing their personal requirements and needs you know i think this is one thing which organizations feel that uh, policies are the guiding factor i think uh, not really never has been for me for me it's people their requirements which are the guiding factor it's different strokes for different people so right. what works is when you understand the person understand what really is required for the person in terms of what ticks with the person the drivers are different the personal issues are different and when you get an employee into the organization you are taking the best part of his 8 or 9 hours of the day he's mm. leaving his family coming back to work with a lot of his uh, you know uh, issues problems at home his health his family his children parents etc and this is one conversation which he's no one will be comfortable to carry it back to work uh how do you find out from the body language from the expressions from the from the look of a person that he needs time from you i think that respect that time which you will give to a person to find out leads a lot to the productivity which most of the hr people will believe is what we are all working for right. in an organization we drive towards that but for me productivity channels are very different the channels is just not competency you know it's important but just not what it is a competent person if is not given an experience that the person is required and wanted in the company adds value to the company finds out exactly what makes him actually perform what are the obstacles asking him about the benefits which will give him a high understanding what bonds him to the organization i think all these are the experiences which are very important as you go along so normally the word the terminology employee experience i've seen is related when you are just onboarding a person for right. me it's just the beginning that experience the first day when you come you feel you are always a part of the organization can an hr person build that i think my endeavor towards guiding my team the strategy for me starts exactly there for me my hr strategy is how easily comfortably and seamlessly we can get a person onboarded and when i say onboarded it is the experience the first day of feeling that you are a part of the team already you give him that experience that he is not out of place he knows exactly what is expected out of him as an organization he feels part of it you do not need to discuss work on the first day but give him an experience that he is welcomed in the organization that's just the beginning but the journey starting from there it needs to continue into a fashion and unfold and weave into a fashion in such a uh, in such a manner that every touch point you get with an employee should never be missed pick up all those things which create a wow for him mm-hmm. and that is also very important when when your own employee interacts with the external world in the external world uh, if he gets an experience which is going to be uh, the same experience the company has given him it naturally comes to him and he can unfold it outside also so i think this every policy every gesture of yours every conversation needs to have the focus that you are most important to me so working with organizations which have got 10000 employees 15000 employees many a times and this is not the first time we are discussing this people ask how is it chidal that uh, 
so many people and then you'll be able to reach out right i think it's very easy every time you meet or see a person it's not just the work we have various avenues built into the hr systems which talk about performance output productivity we have avenues we have strategized them build build them but the conversation when you meet on the corridors the conversation when you related back to the problem which you know about the employee the mm-hmm. conversation that guys i hope everything is okay just drop in or why don't you text me why don't you message me that informal touch is extremely important for me actually when i'm dealing with people and the numbers don't matter it's the touch points which really matter and uh, when people know you are genuine people think that you are sharing uh, you know and you care for them i think uh, the retention the attrition the uh, the work the reason to work better the reason to share better automatically comes so i think even a smile is good enough and uh, people are very sensitive to the fact on how they get treated and how they see others being treated so right. even uh, somebody in your housekeeping or you know your security guard the moment you enter and you wish you smile i think that wow comes in and uh, i would never miss any opportunity to basically start my day uh, to ensure that the experience starts from the very beginning itself very true i think greetings are so important and they are uh, you know sometimes just not i have seen people not even wishing their colleagues you know when they enter uh, their workplace and um, uh, i think greetings have such a powerful impact on the other person and with even if it's just a nod uh you know sometimes just to let the person that i see you uh i value you uh you know maybe you're very far even a small wave can really really create such a ripple of effect uh you know in in everybody's uh, you know that day right and it it kind of then uh, like a dominoes effect right it kind of moves on it keeps moving forward like this sochcast Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. So very fantastic, uh, Sheetal. What you've shared, I I also found that there's a lot of psychology based stuff that you speak about. Obviously, because you have also studied it and you're an expert at it. So uh, tell us a little bit about your journey from your childhood. Uh, you you also worked uh, at the Taj Group, and then you know you moved into a complete corporate setup. uh doing uh human uh, resources so tell us what is how has that transition been and how was your childhood a little bit about that so yeah. so uh so shruti uh you was something which i can just continue talking about because uh uh i think that uh, i have so much to share uh, but uh, of course i come from a joint family uh, okay my my buas my aunt my chachas mom dad of course uh i have one sibling uh, we all uh, we we started the family when i was born it was a larger family my grandparents were there also so the uh, the culture the the traditional way in which you have been brought up i think i've got the best of the world uh got the attention from everybody i was the first kid in the house actually so after a very long time so it it became very uh, you know i was not just pampered but then the the cultural values and the versatility which each member contributed was very different hmm. but one thing uh, i always grew with the thought and i was tuned to the thought that 
you should have your own views you were given a chance to basically express you were given a chance to i was always given a chance to speak out my mind uh say what i like and don't like and i think uh, the respect of using the word aap using to nahi bolna you know that that bachpan se that that training which is given it just started which today i realize is about how you respect and how do you treat people so i would say that my professional training started when i was actually a kid and uh, many parents i have realized especially now have become aware of how important the childhood training is uh having said that a very nice interesting uh, childhood from that uh, aspect uh i would like to share an incident which actually changed me as a child you know and actually made me mature when i was in the fourth standard i think 8 9 years old i uh met with a small actually it was a big accident uh at home i was running and there was a curtain and my grandmother had got a hot cup of tea which fell over my face and my face was completely charged uh, charred because she had, was wearing a nylon sari and she rubbed it over the face understanding that there was a and there were the, the layers of the skin actually had peeled off you know okay. at that point of time in i obviously couldn't go to school we went to a doctor she was she actually fainted seeing what have i done to the child you know to my grandchild and so it started there and uh, it changed a lot of things because i couldn't go to school uh people couldn't meet me uh, because my face was so badly uh, burnt actually in fact even the eyelids were so badly bill, uh, burnt that even children were not allowed to come and see me because they would get scared the mirrors of the house were covered and actually the psychological effect should not be there was was tuned into me and every time i used to ask mujhe mirror dekhna hai mujhe shisha dekhna hai because i knew something was wrong correct but that time actually uh was making me realize how important people connect is i was not connected with school i was not connected with your own family friends not with kids of my age it was a very uh, lonesome uh time i would say but my family supported me to a very large extent you know so that their marks should not be there my hands were literally tied at night when i used to uh, sleep so that i wouldn't scratch the healing burns you know but all of that experience taught me that sensitivity to way you address a problem sensitivity to the way you basically address a situation is very important and my family has been a huge anchor in actually helping me through that that 9 years today i'm relating this incident to you because compassion care and not just because from a family perspective the want that you should excel in your treatment the way they tried to connect me that time there were no virtual communications like the way we are having today which were possible but yes. the way they brought together making me feel involved influencing me to believe and the positivity that you are going to be just fine i think that conviction itself led me to a different angle completely relation of this incident is largely and purely from the fact that hardships problems happen and for me even as a child when i faced this there was a huge learning which i am carrying even today when i'm interacting with people so my childhood of course i am i'm a i was always a very bubbly child i still am a bubbly person uh, very fond of dancing interacting with people every opportunity i am not at all shy bhale kisi ki shaadi hone do if i'm there i will make the best of it you know i'm that kind of a person but i think the upbringing is very important where you are told be yourself 
so for me there is no right or wrong it's extremely situational you have to be guided with your heart and when people around you contribute to ensure that you do your best automatically the best really happens you know you drive that force so uh, that was about the childhood and uh, i grew up i got married at a very very young age i i didn't deserve to get married at that time because i was a mother at 21 which in today's time people would say are you kidding it's child marriage but then at uh, 21 a mother but again uh, i had a huge support of the family because my parents just told me that you know just make your career manage yourself don't worry at all uh, we'll we'll manage her you know so then there was a lot of support from the family and uh, picked up my first job i remember when i first traveled by air which was in a company called isab india limited my boss i was embarrassed to say this was my first travel and and at that time my uh, parent, uh, my um, uh, boss was going to say and you know what you will fly this high always so i remember those words even now that just shows the leadership i have worked from right in the beginning contributes to what makes you today and i always had the leaders who believed in me you know uh isaf was a, a stint where there was a lot of travel went to engineering colleges met met younger people and who were more professionally guided and saw i really missed something in my earlier days which i could have probably done more professionally but of course my parents came from a traditional background where they said ki do what you want to study so there were no counselors or educational guidance which you were receiving but yet they encouraged me to study but going back to the campuses in my early days of isab i realized there is a professional world which plans a career which i had actually missed clearly i was missing on that which uh, i felt but uh, i knew also that there is a lot of journey which i have to compensate uh, you know for what i have really missed and with that i moved to johnson and johnson it was a beautiful experience because it was a multinational organization in the truest sense uh again versatility of various functions because they had a fncg division they had a pharmaceutical wing i was a dedicated resource for that there was an ir which i was exposed to because they had a permisil uh, vertical at that time which was uh, very industrial products which were there and of course the vista view which is you know beauty care and lenses etc so and plus uh, a couple of others opd others and uh, but what real made me realize is under one umbrella of an organization you have different kind and sets of people and each business requirements people requirements talent requirements development requirements are very different so that gave me a good expanse of what an organization and the versatility an organization can command uh it gave me an exposure to leaders who were very different you had the stalwarts like a, a ajit dangi who's who is a pioneer in his own self in a in a pharmaceutical industry and uh, you had somebody like ambani who was a leader in the fmcg space so i think ajit uh, gave me a different experience of how an organization can be versatile under an umbrella and then uh, by then i had already begun addressing various forums and in one of the forums i was privileged to meet uh, mr krishna kumar who has been my mentor throughout uh, he was from the tatas uh, recently when when we met at at the nehru planetarium i remember he just said that you know after you speak i i feel that you have a conviction which can drive work would you want to be a part of the tatas and i think uh, that was a certificate which i got of uh, my so called 8 uh, year journey till then and um, 
it was a privilege i joined the taj group of hotels was there for, for a very long time with them i was the dedicated resource to the uh, business hotels at that time the categories were leisure luxury and business i was handling the business hotels uh, but uh, what i realized is that it was a nice job to travel a lot every quarter there were about 32 hotels under me and every quarter i used to be visiting all of them uh, at tatas one thing which again brought me a different flavor in my professional career was Uh, the way you need to trust people and how do you build trust it's so easily spoken about in today's time people talk about it as a value system or a guiding principle people say that's a credo for me i think it's a way of life mm-hmm. and trust to when you build trust in a person uh they can fail you so you can't expect a, it's the person is to be trusted but tata taught me that the environment the climate of the organization the people in the organization the actions of the way they actually perform will build the trust so you can hire anybody in tatas even if he is not trustworthy you will convert him to be one of the most trusted members of tatas and that's the power and the command an organization can have right. uh i think that was the largest learning people value how you treat people how you basically behave with them how you empathize with them i think it taught a lot and uh, when we faced the huge battle uh, when you had the uh, uh, you know the attack by the uh, right. terrorists uh, on taj i think that was a transformational journey for me because uh, post that i just was so engraved in the organization uh, that every loss which we realized later had a very very uh, deep impact in fact the reason for which i left uh, taj taj hotels was because it was impossible for me to believe that the pla- same place where i was 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 treated the people were treated in that fashion i think it was bothering me to a large extent which only told me one thing and it was testimony to the fact that you love the place so much you love the people so much that their absence their loss people whom you used to wish in the morning used to see in the morning suddenly overnight they are not there with you i think that impact just made me realize that i really need to move out it will be important for me as a person and for the organization also you know so uh that was my exit point of course before that i was for a year and a half with uh, Uh, at bombay house i was working with mr tata mr ratan tata's office uh, did a couple of projects uh, we were working across multiple uh, tata organizations uh, closely worked with tcs closely worked with tata power we were uh, doing various programs for them and uh, privileged to say that the tata tele services uh, was actually started with a core team which mr ratan tata had formed and i had the privilege to work in that team Exactly. so again huge learning with a leader which is you know i don't need to speak about and when you see the person you are so in awe of that person that you would try to actually in that short while you spend with him uh, you could just engrave and want to capture every learning from from his journey you know so great experience uh, 13 years later i realized i needed some 
international exposure, some movement out of the Tatas because I was becoming extremely centric to, to an Indian organization, wanted to see more. Uh, from that career perspective, I think I got a great opening in a company called IMS Health. Today, it's Quintiles. Uh, sorry, it's Acubia. So Quintiles and IMS merged into an Acubia. I think okay. that eight-year journey with a consulting firm, a pharmaceutical consulting firm, uh, was again a different kind of a shital which I saw in myself. Um, what was different is I became more confident to address people and manage these structural journeys and the transformational journeys for an organization from a business perspective. Uh, I think that journey of eight years will be very difficult for me to relate because I can go on. But largely, uh, business association of an HR person, if I were to say, I think the company gave me a fantastic platform and I made every bit of it. I do not remember a business meeting which I would not have been to because I realized that the core of HR is how close you are to the business understanding. You contribute at that level only if you know the business in and out. And I can confidently say that if it was a consulting project to be sold to a pharmaceutical company, I would do fairly well or either equally well than what my engagement manager would have done. So that's the confidence which the organization built in me. They gave me the avenue. They believed in me. And I think uh, that eight-year journey clearly taught me an HR partner role in, uh, in, the, uh, in the organization and in the business is not just a good theoretical way or, or expression. It was demonstrated. I think it was acknowledged. And it gave me a different level of a con uh, uh, you know, a confidence which came in mind. So uh, that was a journey which I remember that, uh, you know, we, we actually built the organization with that journey. Um, we came up with a delivery center, an inbound delivery center in Bangalore, and uh, which was like 3,000 people in one year had to be got on board and the center had to be actioned. And I remember Ari Vasbhav, who had come here, he acknowledged the fact this could happen only in India, you know. So an HR person getting that kind of a, of a window with, with a global CEO, getting acknowledged for the business partnership, I think that made me realize one thing, you know, compassion, uh, people, experience, uh, the trust element, uh, all of this is very important. But along with that, an HR needs to be understanding the nuances of business. And I must really engrave that to me. And uh, I had a very interesting, uh, I moved after eight years uh, to Edelweiss, which was financial services. I was very keen to work for a bank. I was hoping that I would get an opening into the financial industry because I had experienced manufacturing, FMCG, hospitality, consulting. But what was lacking in my own uh, profile was a financial services. So bank is what I thought of it at that time. But what was Edelweiss, which was again a basket of uh, financial services, very nice learning, very different perspective because BFSI is operated in a very different fashion. Uh, the competencies required of an HR person in a BFSI are very different from the previous industries in, uh, which I have worked across sectors. So very nice journey and I was handling uh, the governance there. Uh, along with the HR, it was the, largely the governance which was uh, where I was contributing and uh, realized how difficult it is in an industry which is so uh, strictly regulated, you know. 
So yes. it was a shorter stint, uh, two and a half years, and then there was a pandemic, and then I realized that uh, I need to move. And uh, then Infra Market happened. Infra Market was an organization I've never heard about, but uh, the interesting story was that uh, I was very keen to work. I'd, I'd heard from friends about uh, startups and founder organizations, founder-driven organizations. So I was very keen, but there was a huge risk. Didn't know whether the risk is right for me or no, but right. just went with a leap of faith. And uh, I met a very young founder, just thirty-five years old. Um, and when I met him, I basically came to say, you know what? I I don't have the risk appetite to join an organization which is a startup with four hundred people because I have worked with such organizations and structures, etc. But you know. Uh, I am not at all regretting to say that when I met Aditya, who is our founder at Infra Market, he is—he uh, just said he believed that I have come here to join. So he started with that conviction, and the way he paced the entire conversation was giving me a vision on exactly how I can contribute with my last two decades of experience into the organization. I think it was just that belief which. Which I didn't know how to say that I'm not sure whether I, I I can do this this journey or no. But the confidence which he just demonstrated in me showed me a leader with whom I would like to work, who is different from the rest of the leaders I have worked. But I would be able to translate my learnings here, and uh, that's how that infra market enjoying every bit of it, creating something, building something which is not there. Uh, lots of mistakes. We fail many times. We keep experimenting. But the culture uh, which I'm trying to promote here is we work very clearly with the fact that we are here to build it together. Mm. We attract employees who are entrepreneurs. Doesn't matter if you don't take uh, want to take the risk. We will help you and develop it, uh, develop you into that. People can come. It's okay to fail, but right. work with heart. Enjoy your work. And that's a culture which we are creating here, and and that's a lot about uh, that speaks about my journey where there have been huge huge differences in what I picked up from every organization, and today I think it's like it's become like a package deal where you're taking the bits of your learning of your journey and translating it into this organization now. Absolutely, I think it's such a fantastic journey. There's so much to learn, and there is so much. I I love the spirit that you have. uh you know of learning something or the other picking up uh, qualities from one organizations uh, you know then jumping to the other and then uh, you know like learning from every experience i think it's such a fantastic spirit that you have truly appreciate it like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store uh now let's get into the fun part of the show Okay, Sheetal, which is called the Quick Five. So I'm going to ask you five questions, as the name suggests. You have to answer quickly. Okay. 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 We get to know. We yeah, we'll get to know a little personal side of Sheetal. So we know her journey now, but we we've uh, you know weaved some questions that that's going to help us know you better. So are you ready? Absolutely. Go, go okay. Let's do Quick Five with Sheetal. Whom would you hire? An employee with a heart, or an employee with a head? Heart. Okay. The head part of it we will be able to develop. 
ट्रस्टिकेट्स and he doesn't need instruments to sing he's he's just his voice itself is so musical so i'm a great admirer of kailash kher wonderful okay what's the best part about working from home for you i don't enjoy working from home i'm a very people's person <laughs> but um, so i can't say i enjoyed anything out of it in fact it was pretty stressful if you ask me but if at all anything else i just feel i could be in my normal easy clothes at home aram se sitting but um, otherwise work from home was definitely not related to enjoyment at all okay so we know you have a very beautiful daughter we want to ask you what is that one thing that you admire about her i hope she's listening to this podcast so you better sheetal you better give a very beautiful answer <laughs> oh god i don't know whether she's listening because she herself is a food influencer but um, uh, i think what i like about her is the clarity of thought at her age i was uh, not so clear in my thinking she knows exactly and she knows the direction in which she is approaching she has a opinion of her own and uh, i like the process by which she has a convincing power you know she 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 has a logic attached to her reasoning i i really enjoy that with her you know i mean when i have a conversation that's one thing which i realize at her age i didn't have so clearly that's one I, what i appreciate about her and one more thing if i if you may i know i'm diverting your questions is becoming almost like six questions but i think uh, youngsters these days and what i learned from my daughter is that uh, the positivity she's always positive about everything you know confidence and positive uh, i think learns uh, makes a lot of difference and what i really like is that she's a very homely and a very family oriented person so that gives me a personal pride on that also so wonderful you know a lot of times we you know comment like the you know, this generation doesn't know what you know oh this generation is not doing anything but you know truly i think there's so much to learn from gen z there's so much to learn from uh the younger generation okay the last question uh an advice that you would like to give your younger self hmm i should have been i feel if i was younger like i said sometime i may have mentioned it earlier as well uh more uh, focused on planning or designing a career uh today where i am is probably for any other reason but definitely not due to designing a career so if given a chance i would have done it in a different fashion probably i would have still been in hr but probably my concentration and the journey the plan would have been different i guess but it i'm sure even if it was with the planning it would still have been the most impactful one just like what you're leading your life today such a fantastic conversation sheetal i am in awe of your journey and i'm really personally inspired by by your childhood incident that you shared with us the never giving up spirit the nurturing of your family uh, i think it's something that i think that is that's how you are shaped into a very empathetic leader so many congratulations for a for leading a very victorious life thank you so much thanks thanks shruti and uh, if your questions are over i think i would just like to say one thing 
that sure. when you relate an incident when you when you talk about your journey i think it really makes you realize uh, how fortunate you are how blessed you are and i think uh, for any employee i will only just have one message you know when you come to work you should just love it because you are you will do your best only if you love work and you know enjoy life to the fullest happiness is is a very large word but i think uh, family as well as uh, the your peers your uh, people at work they contribute a large part to into your, into your health so i think uh, health is not related to happiness that much but i feel if you are a happy person if you stay positive you will be a healthier person and your productivity at work you as a professional are definitely going to do extremely well you know so uh, that's that's a message which i have realized i have experienced it i have practiced it so i can very well say that uh, we were just at an offsite recently with my team and i think the bonding uh, the way we know each other i think it all comes out of the fact that we know or we are trying to keep ourselves happy the day right. can be good or bad but then the happiness quotient remains high absolutely that's why freedom to be happy is so important thank you so much sheetal so that was sheetal banot shetty from infra market a very very wonderful conversation full of uh, gratitude full of very rich experiences freedom to be happy by happiness.me is available on all leading podcast directories until the next episode please take good care of yourself and remember you have the freedom to be happy thank you shruti